Have you ever given any thought as to how you want to be remembered? Everybody has a story. What's yours? My guest, Stacy Lynn Graham, wants to tell you how to write your story in a way that provides a legacy that can be enjoyed by your grandchildren and great-grandchildren and beyond. Next on the Executor Help Podcast. Welcome to the Executor Help Podcast, the show dedicated to help you settle an estate, pick an executor, and avoid family fights. For more information, visit davidedy.com. Now here's your host, David Eady. With me today on Executive Help Podcast is Stacy Lynn. She's the author of Know Me 100 Years From Now, a tool in life, a gift in death, and a legacy to live on. Stacy, thanks for being here on the, the show with me. Your book is intriguing. It's, it's uh, I think, based on, you know, my book is about executor help and, and working in the end of life area. And now your book about knowing the title says, well, the title doesn't really says at all. How did you come to the decision to write this particular book? And was there a particular incident in your life that made you want to help others in this area? Uh, yes. Um, I was taking care of my mom and my grandma. My mom was about 70 and she had COPD. And my grandma was about 90, 93 when my mom passed away. So my they, my mom and my grandma both had power of attorney papers. They had all their wills. They had everything all set in order. Um, but my brother and I were like co-power uh, of attorneys. But he land. So whenever we had to make a decision, you know, I have to call him and, and um, do everything like that. But there was a lot of hard medical decisions that we had to make that um, like I, I had my opinion and he had his opinion, but we just kind of like met in the middle to uh, we didn't want to have any conflicts or anything like that. Did you, did you, did you before, before your mom, uh, before they got sick, did they have a conversation with you of what they would like done or basically? No. Oh, okay. And do you see that was a problem if you had a little bit of more guidance? I know like, yeah, it would have been a lot better if they had more candid um, conversations with my brother and I. Yeah, they didn't have any kind of those conversations at all. And, like, so, so I interrupted you. You were you were saying more about uh, how you you and your brother came to a agreement of some sort to, to in terms of their care. Yeah, like he wanted. Uh, I was more like when my grandma was sick. Um, I was more of just, you know, we don't have to continue um, giving her antibiotics. We don't have to do like these certain steps that they're suggesting. You know, she's 93 at this time. She's had a good life. Her husband is gone. She's living in pain. You know, just let her let her go and live in, you know, die in peace. But he wanted to more try a little bit more and, you know, preserve, you know, not to preserve, but to see right. if she could live a little longer. So I, you know, I didn't want any conflicts or anything like that. So we just kind of went ahead and had a, little, a few treatments for her, but. Right. And, and what was the outcome at the end that uh, she lived a little longer or? No, not at all. She ended up, she was uh, living in long-term care. Right. And then she was uh, pushed and she had a little bit of pneumonia. I think she was um, at the same time as well. And after that, everything just kind of went down very quickly. So at one point, the doctors had suggested to uh, put a needle through her back to drain the fluid in, in her lungs. I, I just, I broke and I had a really hard time just even considering that. And I, we, I didn't go through with it at all. I was, what, what is the point? She, again, like she's 93 and right. what, what are we 
doing this for. It was more for us, uh, you know, to have the attachment and to be and have our grandma with us that much longer. But her quality of life for her was not the best. So yeah. coming back to my original question, how did it was it this one of the incidents? Was it with your mom and your grandma that you decided that you wanted to write this book and why? Yeah, that was one of them. And um, after my mom had passed away, um, Christmas was always a very big thing for my mom. And it was Christmas time this year or at this specific moment. And I was I have these little ornaments and they have um, names of our family members on them. And I was putting them up and the, and I was just missing my mom so much. And there was nothing that I had first. Like they lived together. My mom and my grandma shared a house. And once my mom passed away, my grandma came to live with us. So I had to sell everything within like two months. So the, that's also heartbreaking. But at Christmas, I wanted my mom and it's like, what, what do I have of hers? What letters, you know, what of her stories do I have? of my great grandmother, um, my mom's grandma, like there was a bootlegger, there's nothing. So it's, they're gone. And once I pass away, I can do my best to pass on to my kids, but they're gone. They, who's going to pass on those stories? They're going right. to be missing. And I thought there has to be a better way. There has to be a way that we can go through the process of telling our story for our life the process of writing down needs um, when we're ill or things that we like, things we would enjoy, how to take care of us, thing, moment, things for car, people after you pass away um, to leave behind for them so that, you know, you grieve. And it's, it's so powerful to have a book or letters that somebody wrote and you have them and it's their printing. And it just means so much. It's priceless to have that. Absolutely. I totally understand, especially if you would be reading it. I'm sure if, I had done this like for my mom and dad you know, once they're both gone. I guess reading it, as much as you you miss hearing their voices every day, you would hear their voices in those words on the exactly. page. And is is that one of the goals of the of the book is to bring make it easier on people who have lost someone close to them? Absolutely, yes, it is. And uh, another one of the goals is just to like to change the conversation around death like it's in, instead of talking about dying and morbidity we you know we can talk about life and how we live and what we enjoy and and embrace that instead of going to a place of sorrow and and you know I understand when somebody dies and their loved ones you know our heart breaks and stuff but they had a life and we should celebrate that and we should remember every part of their life another goal for this um would be to change the lives of descendants, like people that are to come and, you know, a few generations and how, you know, they want to know them. They want to know you. They want to know, you know, what was my great grandmother like, you know, my future great, great grandkids. Would they like to know a little bit about me and my thoughts on the world and my life and things that I have gone through or, you know, just little things that I wanted to share. Right. Mm -hmm. Anything else that, uh, because you, you seem to like to be on a roll. Is there any other goal that you that you you wanted you envisioned when you uh, started writing? Yeah, another one is to kind of really to bring families together. Like we are all so busy, we are caught up in in work and family and entertainment and just go 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 go. Like most of us only get together on Christmas and birthdays and special occasions and funerals, you know, at that, and you catch up with everybody at a funeral, like why not get together with your family and talk about stories and, and write these things down. Like you can get together with your, 
your grandkids and, you know, just have cake and tea and a party and, and chat and make some notes and right. make it a, a fun thing, a peaceful thing. And everybody knows you would have this book and it, it's just becomes like a part of the family. And it's a, it's a collection, like it's priceless. It's priceless. It really is. I think what you um, you should be commended in terms of coming up with this idea and want to do so much for for other families. Is it common? And what I found is, um, you know, through my book and, and you know, doing uh, speaking and that sort of thing, is that there's a lot of families who don't even want to broach this subject. They don't want to hear about they wouldn't they're not comfortable of hearing grandma talk about when she's gone. And, you know, we're going to, um, you know, or, or mom and dad talk about in my case, when my parents had their will done, I wasn't as a financial advisor. I usually I was in the room, you know, being with the uh, the client and the lawyer just as for moral support. But when it came to my mom and dad, uh, I wasn't in, in the room when they had their will done. And for that, I, I feel I feel bad because. But at that time, I couldn't fathom my parents not being here anymore. So yeah. it, is this something that could be a, a conversation starter because people do get on comfortable with this whole conversation? Um, Absolutely. Like you don't have to go. There are seven different sections in this book. Um, and one of them is um, when it's time, that's totally different, but the conversation is just, you, you get the book and you start at the beginning and it's, you know, your family history and your great right to your great grandparents. And you you don't have to skip right to the death stuff and be like, hey, mom, hey, dad, or hey, me, you know, I'm 43 years old and I could be driving down the road tomorrow and God forbid something happens and that's it. I don't have to wait till I'm 85, 60 years old to write in this book because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So we should just start now and, and, you know, have conversations about life and love. Clearly, a um, you're journaling, but it's a journaling for the whole family to get involved in terms of passing on a legacy. So, who would benefit from doing all of this and asking these questions? Okay, so you yourself, right? Like writing it down would benefit. Like it's not the whole book isn't journaling. There is one section that is journaling. Uh, most of it is guided questions. So things that make you think and um, things that like that I thought about for my grandparent, my grandma, and my mom when they were going through like different things that you want to talk about and share through life the person writing the book if you are if you've been diagnosed with any kind of illness um studies show that journaling does help um it's from uh the you know mentally can help you physically as well coping with whatever illness that you have that's in, from psychology today as well right. can the benefits of the family bringing the family together they would also benefit just from again, being busy, busy family and not really doing stuff or just getting together at dinner and chatting to being a little bit more connected, you know, a little bit, uh, a little more together as, as one, uh, anybody that, um, the people uh, after you pass away, all of your descendants are family members. I would say not descendants, your family members that are grieving. They have something of you. They have your writing and they have, you know, your notes and your recipes or little things that you would say or do, or just a story that maybe you didn't share when you were alive, something embarrassing or something that you were kind of scared to say. And you didn't want to say it then, but it's in the book, but it, it, it helps the people who are grieving as well. Yeah. Stuff. So you've got so many sections in the book and you, you're saying that one part of it is the journaling. What are your favorite sections? I have a few. Open and honest, I really like. And why is that? 
it, it, they're deep thought questions, um, things what passions, regrets, advice, spirituality, um, a whole bunch of different things. Have like, you got a couple of examples? Did you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Things that I wanted to share that, but I was too scared. Uh, moments that meant a lot to me. Things that caused me anxiety. Advice I have for the world. How the world has changed throughout my lifetime. Um, the hardest point in my life so far. So there's um, a lot of like deep thought questions and stuff in there. Those are some deep thought questions. And, <laughs> and I can see this, you do this, I'm not gonna say it's an exercise, but it, this activity is at, you know, family vacations, maybe around a campfire. Um, you're sitting and you're just having a glass of wine or whatever it is, and you're having conversations and maybe you pull those out and you just start writing them down every time you get together or you do a question every, every holiday together. Exactly. Pull it out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like my mom, you know, she passed away, but I knew her as a mom and you know, you're just mom. You're not a, like a person, you're my mom. And that's what it was. And after she died, you know, I was, you know, you get to go through everything and you talk to people and I found out a little bit more who she was as a person and, you know, different things that she did, but it would have been nice to have it in, in a book to know the more intimate parts of her personality for sure. So what do you hope people get out of filling out the sections and going through the process in the book? I hope they find like some peace, just openness and, and wanting to share and being with their family and wanting to share with their family, whether or not their life was easy or hard. We all have a story to tell and we all have something to say and we should, you know, we've all been um, quiet, 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 but now we've reached a point, I think in society where we want to share everything. We want to give our advice and people are open and want to connect with each other and in a more deep, you know, deep and meaningful ways. And uh, I think this book could really help that. Not, not to get into how you answer your questions, because you're leaving for your kids, but how often do you, um, the, the creator of this, fill out sections? Do you fill it out with your kids? Do you have conversations when you're filling it out? How, how do you use it? I, I'll whip it out every now and again. You know, you have a, a, an evening and kids are gone to bed and just a few minutes and you're like, you know what, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a little thing, a little blurb here, a little blurb there. So it's, it's sporadic. Uh, maybe, I would say maybe three or four times a month, so I'll whip it out and and write something in there. Right. Do you, do you think you would fill up the whole book and you'll have to write in a second one? It'll be a, a volume two? Yeah, if yeah. you're doing it three, three or four times <laughs> maybe, a month and, and you've got a lot of deep thoughts in there. There's, well, there are different questions, right? And different right. things, but you kind of flip through it and what am I going to write about today or something that intrigues me or you've had some thoughts on some certain things and you want to write that down in the journaling section or different pictures. You can put pictures in there, some things that you meant a lot, like that meant a lot to you. And not just kind of not to get to not to get to personal. What was one of the most recent thoughts that you put in there? One of the most recent thoughts that I had put in there um, are things that are sentimental to me. Turtles and and I have a turtle tattoos and I have certain tattoos. Um, and I was writing about the tattoos. I was going to get another one on Mother's Day, one for my grandma, but it didn't feel so right, so I didn't and go. Why do you have this affinity for turtles? The turtles was my grandpa. Then my grandparents had a house in Florida. Right. Uh, and uh, there was turtles in the backyard. So it was always a, a family, you know, a little family funny thing that we had oh, the turtles. Okay. Uh, 
So I have turtles hanging in my car. Um, I have a little turtle stuffy. It was my great. I gave it to him when he was alive. I got a turtle on my foot. So like different things that you see around that. It's like and, things and, that, you know. and how old are your kids? Do they know about the turtles? Are you explaining oh, it to oh, them? Yeah, yeah how, they know. How old are your the kids? Turtles. They're seven and ten. Okay, so yeah, so, so they're still quite young, but they each have their book. They don't write in it, but they they want one, so. I gave them one and it's there and they're, they're very proud. <laughs> okay. So, so they understand why mom has the turtles and what's yeah. the family, the family, yeah. uh, the family joke about the turtles. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah. have you got any feedback or stories of how people have used the book? Have you, what have you heard? Feedback that people um, in general, they really, they, they love the book. They think it's absolutely beautiful. Not only like the quality and the texture and the colors and stuff, but they, they're very, they're grateful that it's there because it, it helps the family conversation. It opens it up and it's not just about, Hey mom, Hey dad, you know, uh, we're all going to die someday. You got a will, you know, it, it's, it's talk about more about your life and you know, what, what are some stories that you have? And that, let's, you know, some memories, what did you do as a teenager? You know, like let, let's talk about these things. Um, so it helps them with their family and the conversations. Uh, and it gives them as well. Another, some feedback I got was peace of mind, knowing that their memories are there in this book, but it's also uh, when it's time it, it has for when you're sick. So if you want, if you're going to be in long-term care, what do you feel about long-term care? Another one um, is uh, when, if you choose to not proceed with treatments. So like what kind of a life, when do you want to call it quits? Like, please, at a certain point, like, please stop trying. Like th- my life is, I'm good, you know, and you need to put that in there. So it gives people peace of mind too, that their voice is heard. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because a lot of times that could be, if there wasn't a conversation, but you've got the book and you know exactly what they feel it'll make it easier for you know family members not to squabble saying no this is exactly what mom or dad wanted we're just honoring their wishes and it'll make it a lot easier for everybody yes it's sad to see them go it's probably the most gut wrench gut-wrenching decision you'll ever have to make but um it'll be a lot easier knowing this is what they wanted and yeah. if they didn't have the conversations with you in the book and you've got, and you've got this, this keepsake of who they are going forward. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another uh, point of feedback was that it's a stress reliever too, for families. Um, Like for, like I said, what you want for care. So it's, you know, they don't have to worry that, Oh, I'm making the wrong decision or I'm making the right decision or, you know, I'm letting go too early. It's, there's no guilt in that. You know, it's right there. Like you said, it's, in black and white, exactly what mom or dad wants, sibling wants, whoever is writing it, husband, wife, um, it's all right there. And it's a great stress reliever. Wow. Is there anything else before we wrap it up that you'd want people to know about the book and um, what's so, what, why it's so important to you or, or, or why you, you're doing all this? It is a fantastic fantastic book it really makes things a little bit easier in the hardest times of our life and and, you know in our kids lives or our parents lives when maybe you know god forbid a husband loses a wife and but they have this like it it is a priceless it's a priceless book like it it costs you know a few 60 60 dollars but in the end, like, what do you have? That's for a lifetime of many lifetimes of generations. You know, we can go on Ancestry and pay $120 and you get a printout. My 
great uncle came off of a boat. Great. Well, what, what was her life like? Like, let, right. let's find out that information. And now there's an outlet that we can find out that information. We can pass on letters and cards when we're passed away. There's places to tuck that in. If you want to send birthday cards or graduation cards or, you know, different things for great, great grandchildren. Hi, I'm your great grandma. Nice to meet you. Kind of, you know, right. and any kind of you wanted to say to them or any letter uh, recipes, any pictures or anything like that you want to put in there that you just kind of keep private that you're wanting to share after. It's a valuable, very valuable resource, priceless. Absolutely. And I can see, I can hear the passion in your voice and that it's a project that you enjoyed uh, creating. And I think every day um, you writing in it, it makes you closer to your mom and your grandmother. It also is bringing a link from your mom and your grandmother to your kids. They're going to carry on. So it's sort of a domino effect that they know where yeah. they come from and the the legacy that uh, they're part of. Stacy, I want to thank you for being here. How do people get a hold of the book? How, where is it available? It is available on Amazon. Uh, you can get it there. You can go through Friesen Press um, mm-hmm. to get uh, the book as well. You can go on my website, uh, know me a hundred years from now. Um, I want to say it again. Uh, ca And you can also send me an email at knowme100yearsfromnow at gmail.com. And I would be happy to send you a book. Shipping might be a little bit cheaper that way. And yeah, I'm happy right. to hear from everybody. Stacy Lynn Graham, she's the author of Know Me 100 Years From Now, A Tool in Life, A Gift in Death, and A Legacy to Live On. I want to thank you for being here on the Executor Help podcast, and I wish you all the best. And maybe we're going to have some more conversations down in the future. I, I think so, because your passion comes through, and I think you're helping a lot of people not only plan and keep families together, but you're also going to help people prepare for when they have to grieve, that they know they've got some a piece of their, their family um, still speaking to them through the pages and in their own writing. So I want to thank you again for being here today. Well, thank you so much, Dave. It was an honor being here. It's great to come and talk to you. You've been listening to the Executor Help Podcast. For more details, visit davidedy.com or follow David on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. 